Blame. I'm ready. All right. Five, four, three, two. Light. Camera. Top of the morning to you. Cine magic. <laughs> well, I was going to do an Irish jig type situation, but that, that isn't going to work because I'm neither Irish nor very jiggy. Um, see what I did there? Married two things together. <laughs> I, I, I am Frost from Boston, Boston so, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day is an important holiday of my people's. You Boston. know who's also from Boston? <laughs> what (laughs) man you're laughing like i'm gonna say something funny and it's gonna be something funny because it's about mike okay here the deer corner yeah deer corner he's our very own he's our very own magical (laughs) being if you know what i'm saying (laughs) and you know what i'm saying my friend (laughs) oh that is so cold <laughs> that is so cool. That is so I'll cool. tell him to his face when we're horseback grass. Hey man, listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh you know, uh, what I want to know is is that every time I follow the rainbow to Mike's house, I never find my pot of gold. Mike owes me money. That's all I'm gonna say. You know why? Because you're always after his lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I swear we do. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's why we talk about you, man. Well, besides Mike, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm your host, Jonathan Gondwal, with the greatest co-host, uh, the man with the most luck because he found me. So, of course, he has the luck of the Irish. That is Rick Acevedo over there. Uh, excuse me, sir. I am 137th Irish. I did a test. <laughs> and um, I it's I come from the O. Acevedo O'Malley's oh. Perez. And, I... uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this is going to be a true story. Uh, when I used to run track in high school, I used to, during our track meets, literally convince people I was from Dublin, Ireland. Um, I, I, I would try to, uh, this is pre-internet. I am, I am going to age myself real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, well, I guess the internet's kind of there, but it's not as big. Mm-hmm. As yeah, but it wasn't, it, it was Prodigy. Remember Prodigy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was, was, that still, was like the first time of internet. Let's say you were still getting CD-ROMs in the mail. In the like, same, yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was yeah, <laughs> that was Prodigy and uh, uh Net and Gear. Stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, I, can, I have all those old ones, but Took me back. Uh, <laughs> so I would look up like a bunch of facts on Dublin, like tons of them, and then be able to spew it because we'd be like, You're not from Dublin. I'd be like, Oh, yeah, well, Dublin this. I used to just literally go around and convince people I was from Dublin. I do not know why, it was just a fun thing I used to do. Uh, when I was trying to pretend that I couldn't run fast. So I didn't have to work hard at running. And then the coach found me out and then he made me work hard. And I was very sad. Uh, <laughs> that is a that Irish kid, that Irish kid just plain sucks. <laughs> sure, his name is French. Both <laughs> names actually are French. Yeah, my, my family immigrated from France over to Ireland, and I was born in Dublin. It, may, it makes sense, right? It's all European stuff. It makes sense. Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> up until the time that I was 17, I could only count to potatoes, so I guess that makes me Irish. I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Let me walk that back, because I feel yeah, like yeah. that maybe was just a little bit. We're walking this one back, folks. <laughs> but that that is a literal true story when i was running track i used to just kind of like run with the jv squad because i was like i'm doing this for like a, a college not really for you know sports and running i just wanted to make it look good on my college application to, to be in a sport so i used to just always run with the slow kids because i was like yeah man that's fine i don't really care uh and then one day uh, let's just say uh, one of the other people, he was talking some ish and some and some shit. Uh, and because I am who I am, I had to prove him, you know, wrong. So I begged my coach for one race. I was like, hey, 
can you put me in the varsity starting for one race? I just want to race this guy. And he's like, uh, I don't know. You know, you're, you're slow. You, you know, you're, you're on slow kids. You ain't got the speed. Uh, and it happened to be one of our main stars was injured and he couldn't really run. And I was like, I guarantee you coach, I'm, I'll, I'll, I got it for you. Uh, and so during the race on that guy, and it's a sprint. So if anybody knows sprints, the short races, I literally, when the sprint started, was it a 50 or was it a 100? Uh, it was indoor track. So it was a 50, 55, 50, 50, 50, Um, but actually during that, uh, during the sprint, I actually in the middle of it. So probably about 25, I looked, saw that he wasn't there, slowed down a bit for him to catch up to me and then blew him out again during the sprint. Uh, so I felt very confident and very nice of blowing that kid out. But literally my coach was like, you're that fast. What have you been doing this whole time? Just running, running and pretending like you can't run. I was like, Oh no, this was a fluke. I don't know how to I, I did that. I did that. I was on the I was in the track team in middle school, and I did that to a kid too. Um, he was a punk anyway, and I beat him without actually even trying. Like everyone could tell that I wasn't even trying, and I got a severe talking to from my I don't know seventy five year old coach at the time, and um, yeah, yeah, it's it's good to make people eat their own shit for sure. Yeah. See, see your talk from your 75 year old coach the way you looked at it it's like he may have touched you wrong right see my talk was that i know my, my talking to was you could have tried a lot harder and i was like i didn't need to try i can't shoot my shot on a practice run and see this is an important lesson to all those kids out there uh if you're slacking to get by don't show your actual ability just to show some kid off I know it feels good in the moment. It feels great. But then you're going to be saddled with work that you just don't want, that you just don't want. Man. Nah, yeah, Live the truth ex- after life. It's extra practices and, and, yep. and shit like that. Yep. You know, I freaking was team captain, like, during the uh, district title year. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I hate this. See? And that's what happened here when Traskelion started. I was like, I'll help Rick out with something. He's like, oh, this guy's good at it. Next thing I know, I got to be part of a production company, making movies, doing podcasts. I have to work now. Yeah, man. you have to work, man, because you're like, ah, totally, I'm totally all into it. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's dangerous. Uh, um, you know, it's dangerous stuff. You'll be, you'll be seeing skeletons and shit. <laughs> it really is it really is uh, and i've loved every moment of it but i had to work which is just basically the story of my life is me trying to pretend that i can't do nothing and then someone figures out i can do a bunch of stuff and then i actually have to do a bunch of stuff when all i've been trying to do is coast on my good looks and charm that's all i want to coast on uh you know I'm trying to be a kept man. I feel like I've been saying this. I'm just trying to be a kept man. I don't. I don't want to work hard. I just want someone to be like, "You're pretty. Here's some money." That's, that's yeah. It's a kept man with two cats. That's that's about right. Wait a second. We you know we have to give the welcome to the new member of Treskalian, um, which I don't know what her name is because it says the Co Sisters on the on the Instagram, but I I, I don't know what what you named it. Yumiko. Yumiko and Nezuko. Yep. Yumiko's a new one. Yes. Um, Mike tried to eat her because he's a savage. Yes, he but is it's a okay. Savage. We forgive and, him. For and, that. and Amy was gonna fight him, so you know. And, and, and oh, it, like, you know, there's a reason why <laughs> you want to step aside on those two fight. I ain't gonna get involved. I ain't gonna nope. stop it. Nope. And neither nope. are you. We're just gonna watch that, and we're gonna like world star raw that shit because it's gonna be great. <laughs> I mean. If they were gonna, if they, if they were gonna fight, then we 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 could shoot a movie called Leprechaun versus Leprechaun, and what? <laughs> Go at it. <laughs> I was gonna just call it the Battle of the Chosen Two. I even named it. And I was gonna say the Battle of the Chosen Two, but the Chosen Two. I love that. I love know, the Battle of the Chosen. I just two. feel like maybe that's getting a little personal or whatever. <laughs> Oh man, uh, we do love Mike and Amy. It's all good fun here. We harass each it's, other. It's all in good fun. Uh, Mike is a savage, though. Um, he, 
I, yes. I should, you know, we were actually riding horses not too long ago and fucking guy decides to follow a cougar. And I'm like, hey, guy, following a cougar isn't exactly survival 101 here. No, you know, but but you know what Mike is at the end of the day, a Florida man. And if a Florida man doesn't follow a cougar while horseback riding, then is he truly in Florida, Rick? Is he truly in Florida? I mean, I don't know. He's a he's a Bostonian, partly from Lithuania. Um, I don't know. Mike's origins are very strange to me. Oftentimes, I feel like he's not <laughs> telling me the whole story. Yeah, but I do feel like he might he might really legitimately like where you and I are like where I'm just an O Acevedo. And you know, you're Grandois from Ireland, but not really. I legit <laughs> feel like Mike is from like the magical part of Ireland. <laughs> Did you see? Have you been watching the Amazon show Jack Reacher by any chance? No, I want to want to watch that so bad. So I, I've watched the first episode. I, I like it, it's actually probably gonna be a recommendation because I've heard a lot mm-hmm. about it and people saying to watch it. Uh, and Jack Reacher's mysterious background and origin don't remind me of Mike. I, I do agree with that. They do remind me of this. Hit, hit, monkey, hit, hit monkey reminds me a little bit of Mike too. Hit monkey, I got you. I can see. If that. you put a if you put a suit and a wig on him, like a white wig and just a little suit with pistols, <laughs> that is what we should get Mike to dress up for Halloween. Is hit monkey? Uh, <laughs> count in the books, Ali. I know you're listening. <laughs> Let's put that on Instagram. <laughs> Campaign Mike, for Mike. <laughs> Mike is hit monkey. Mike is hit monkey. Uh, and you'll remember Mike uh, from our episode way back when we were talking about uh, uh, post-production. Post-production behind the mm-hmm. scenes. You can hear Mike then uh, definitely in there. So go in the archives and listen. So Rick. Go and listen, peoples. Yeah. Right. So Rick, what are we doing this week to let them know? Uh, for those that can't see me, because if you could see me, you you know what we're talking about this week. Uh- <laughs> he's, he's 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 all about green happiness. Um, um, what we're talking about is the often maligned but still damn fun and damn good um, film and film series, really, because it's film series uh, starring the legendary. Uh, Nub Nub superstar Warwick Davis. Nub Nub. Nub Nub. Come on. You don't want to. Oh, now you don't want to sing the Nub Nub song? There's so much fun talking about the Nub Nub song. Um, Warwick I, I, Davis. And he sings it to me every time before you make love. That's that's how that's how I uh, get ready for it. Oh. That's the Nub Nub song. That's weird. That's I mean, she's weird. that height. It's perfect. It's like. <laughs> Amy, if you're listening love you to death this cat's crazy i am not even touching that um i'm a little drunk because we're talking about leprechaun we're talking about <laughs> i gotta get my leprechaun. true saint patty's day bust leprechaun we're talking yeah we're talking about leprechaun let's talk about the leprechaun leprechaun you know we, we did, you know, romantic movies for, for Valentine's Day. And as St. Patty's Day is coming up, I'm a big fan of St. Patty's Day from Boston. Um, and, and, and everyone, I know it's very different in Ireland, and it's a very much an American holiday. And you're dang right. I'm from Boston. It's our holiday. It's like I said, it's my peoples. Uh, uh, where we get drunk, wear green, kiss people, and drink shamrock shakes, which I have one here, and I will be drinking throughout this episode. Um, uh, we were and thinking provide, about, well, and provide the world And provide the world with beans aplenty boston bean baked beans are great boston baked beans let me just say that is true so when we're we're thinking i was like oh man it's saint patty's day week i love saint patty's day my anniversary the amy's on saint patty's day what could we possibly do to kind of uh uh uh, celebrate this day so we're going through uh uh there's not very many holiday movies about saint patrick's day uh out there (laughs) wouldn't necessarily call this a holiday movie (laughs) wouldn't you know, you know, I wouldn't call it a holiday movie. Yeah. I also would have called this a holiday movie, but in America, if we're going to think about St. Patrick's Day, leprechauns are usually something that pops up in people's minds. And we're mm-hmm. like, well, the movie Leprechaun, and you know this for me, I'm a big horror buff. So I was like, yes, let's do Leprechaun. Leprechaun. And- 
And I was deciding which Leprechaun movie to do, really. Like, because as Rick alluded to, this is a big franchise. Uh, they yeah, had, how, many, how many of them did they do, really? Uh, let's see. They we'll stopped naming that. them after, not naming them, of uh, numbering them after a while. But I think overall, there's eight of them overall in the whole entire franchise. They just had one in 2020, which I was thinking about talking about, but um, uh, that's kind of like a spinoff and maybe not a part of the franchise. Uh, it's all weird. But <laughs> there's about eight of them all together that have been included. Leprechaun, Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4, which was in Le- space, in Leprechaun space. 5, in the hood, Leprechaun 6, which was back to the hood, then Leprechaun 7, which was Leprechaun Origins, and finally Leprechaun Returns. So, um, <laughs> and then there was a 2000 and film, kind of like a quasi-reboot sequel that really doesn't get counted. So, um, but... Holy crap. Apparently the WWE studios are the ones that are working on rebooting it at some point. Or or were working on rebooting it in the 2010s. Yep, so, you know, and uh, just to let you know on sci-fi, they actually do, they they do show all these films back-to-back on St. Patrick's Day. So that's one of the reasons why we do that one. But, uh... (laughs) I'm just saying. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a big Leprechaun fan. I, I love my Leprechaun movies. So when we're deciding which one, there's a lot of them. And I was like, oh, maybe I should look at a different one. But we decided with the original, the OG, the 1993 Leprechaun that also stars besides Warwick David, uh, Davis. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, one of her very first like big movie roles actually was in Leprechaun. So uh, if you want to see a very early Jennifer Aniston, definitely go out and watch this movie um i i personally am a fan of this movie leprechaun i'm a fan of horror movies leprechaun hits the space because you know who my favorite horror guy is rick do you remember orson wells i mean no that's my icon that's that's who i want to be in the future that's orson wells Uh, who's your favorite horror guy again freddy krueger so i Uh, love me a jokester I love me a jokester when it comes to killing people. And the leprechaun definitely is a jokester. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that one of the things that though that makes leprechaun stand out and such a cult favorite, whether people like because here's the thing now, you know, everyone's a movie critic. So everyone that is, has ever watched the film will post a, a rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's how Crawlspace gets somehow an 80 percent acceptance rating. It's about freaking alligators, but okay. Um, but Leprechaun, you know, came out during a particular point in time where these um, sort of theme horror films like Leprechaun, because Leprechaun came out in January of 93. And then, you know, but prior to that and, and thereafter through that whole like 92, 93 period, there was this huge like theme horror kick that was going on. Um, where it was Leprechaun, it was um, Candyman was one. Uh, a lot of the stuff that that Stephen King had done that you could technically consider horror, like Thinner, all this stuff was just coming out left and right. And so everybody was jockeying for position to see who could get that piece of the market, you know, in part because you didn't have, you know, superhero films coming out every three months. Yeah. Or, you know, every three to six months, it's like you had that option. So Leprechaun was one of those things that you would watch at the multiplex. For those of you kids that don't know what a multiplex is, <laughs> it's a movie theater with less comfortable seating mm-hmm. in closer proximity, a lot more popcorn and stickiness on the floor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and usually located in a mall. Multiplex. Mm. Um, uh, and surprisingly, and these are the type of movies, horror movies usually do have a very small budget, but this was made on a budget of less than a million and domestically made about $8.6 million. Yes. Uh, so, which may not seem like, oh, it's not a it's a hit box though. office. It's a hit. They made their money back. Uh, and, and the and thing so- is, and the thing is, because it like, Leprechaun was an in-house film by Trimark Pictures. Mm -hmm. Trimark produced it, Trimark distributed it. So 
outside of just theater rentals with you know and theater rentals were way cheaper back then this had to had probably been about a five or six million dollar profit mm-hmm. on those 8.6 yep. once you take away everything else yep yeah so a huge hit which is why there are seven more after this one <laughs> Despite what you think about the quality, it's enough of a hit to spawn seven films, meaning every film had to make some type of money because no one's fronting pictures in this business that they're not making money back. (laughs) They're not. Not at all. Candyman, which I love because you mentioned Candyman, which is a great film, only ever spawned one other sequel into the modern day reboot. Uh, So you can see that this is that much more. Not more, but it made itself money that it can spawn several of these franchises yeah. uh, that keeps going. And Warwick Davis, who is still, but was at the point, still a big name starring in it. And I want to say his first horror, first horror role, right? I don't think he's done any other horror um, role. He, no, he hadn't done any horror. And, and this was, this was a good five years after his last role, which had been Willow. Yeah. So, and everybody loved him in Willow. So everybody absolutely adored him as, you know, as um, as Peck in Willow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, and, and for this film again, young Jennifer Aniston, uh, uh, Warwick Davis. It has the the things that I like. It, it's like it's taking Nightmare on Elm Street and stripping it of its more serious tones, like the child molester murderer tones, uh, and taking it to a more goofy atmosphere so if you don't know literally the plot is uh uh is that someone steals the leprechaun's gold and the leprechaun wants it back by any means necessary and by any means i usually mean killing and torturing those people to get his gold back uh because the last thing you ever do is take a leprechaun's gold um and the titular leprechaun himself is very comedic about his kills. He likes to joke about them and make them like ironic or something else. Because uh, he is- like, I, I think Leprechaun was a lot like Chucky, which was another one that was yep. being released a lot quite during that five year period between 88 and 93. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing about Leprechaun as opposed to Chucky was that at least for the first three child's plays, Chucky was seriously dark. Yes. Like that shit scared you. Like those first three really scared you. After that, it was just, you know, bananas. But it was those first three that were really, really scary. Where Leprechaun could be scary, but it not really so much that you like it just didn't appear that scary. I would call it campy before I'd ever call it camp. Yeah, I, I would say campy is a is a big and I mean you got to remember, too, that was during a time where, like, Don LaFontaine was the guy that was doing usually the voiceovers for almost every film that was ever released at that point. So imagine LaFontaine's was like, in a world where there are no leprechauns, imagine <laughs> a leprechaun, <laughs> you know? So that shit as a kid, I don't know, I, I must have been, well, like, 14 at that point. But, you know, that's still being kind of a kid. So it's like, that shit scares you. It gets to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And especially, like, and, and, and I would say, because there is a kid in this movie himself who is probably about, like, 9, 10, like, mm-hmm. in the movie, plus around 9, 10, which is the age yeah. I was kind of when this movie came out. But you kind of saw yourself in this in this kid world who's who, who sees a pot of gold kind of thinks he can overdo the leprechaun which by the way that kid character is dark on a rewatch and i don't even remind this because literally at one point they're like how do you stop rep, rep, leprechaun and this uh a leprechaun and this nine-year-old's like easy i take my gun my like magnum he literally describes the gun put it against his temple and blow him away i was like dang kid you like nine and you're just talking about capping a leprechaun it's 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 really insane oh uh, uh, like re-watching it i was like i didn't remember the kid being that dark 
But there's a kid character in there that's a surrogate. And that's what I mean, kind of campy. Because, yeah, there's, like, gore and killing. But it's more, I feel like, aimed at a teenage crowd than it is, like, at a, you know, like, heavy slasher adult crowd, like, even Jason or Freddy. I, I watched it with, with some friends of mine from school. So it was, like, when we actually went to see it when it came out. And it was just a group of us uh, kids buying popcorn, you know um and also the pizza the, the pizza hut the pizza you know good stuff um but it was it was one of those it was one of those deals where it was like it was you remember we were talking about um happenings and events and stuff like that that was a sort of happening where you go with your friends and you enjoy it for what it is and i mean you talk about it for like two days in school thereafter like if you saw it or if you had a sleepover and you're playing you know um super mario world 16-bit kids that is 16-bit <laughs> entertainment mm -hmm. um and that's really what what leprechaun signified to me because I, I you're right about that character that was dark but i think that was really the only dark part of the movie yeah, besides obviously Leprechaun killing people, we know, you know, but that's just the campy. Part. Yeah, but it's like Freddy killing people. That's that's yeah. what he's supposed to do. Do yeah. So the yeah the darkest part of the movie literally was the youngest kid just talking about blowing like putting a gun and blowing a leprechaun away because even the kid wanted to steal the leprechaun's gold in order to help his um help his brother because he wanted to get a surgery to help fix his brain. Uh, because the guy is, as we would probably just call him now, neurodivergent uh, or on the spectrum. Uh, that's just what we would call that character now. In the early 90s, they, they had to fix his brain. Uh, <laughs> to tell you, we, I'm glad we progressed as a society. But that is actually why that little kid wanted the gold and like what really sets us up. It was for an altruistic reason. He's like, I don't want people to make fun of you and like be mean to you uh, and all that. And at the end, the kid even finds out that his another uh, friend is good as he is and smart and capable and everything, just yeah. as the person he is at the end. So, which is really sweet. <laughs> it so. is sweet. It is sweet. It is sweet. And that's 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 um, it's one yeah. of those little things that makes you realize about that film that. And films like it too, you know, there's always like a plus to every side of the story, whether it's, you know, you're trying to get the gold for an altruistic reason or you're learning a lesson in just about humanity, mm -hmm. you know, which, is, oh my God, I learned humanity from the leprechaun. That's impossible. <laughs> you know, no. so I, I don't know, man. I, I, I have good memories of it. I'm fond of it. And I got to be honest with you, it's one of those films where if you were to ask me which my favorite character was, I will tell you right now, it was the Leprechaun. And oh. I like me some Jennifer Aniston, but it was the Leprechaun. The Leprechaun is my hero. So, and I, I love the original Leprechaun, so I'm going to say this. Of course, it starts franchise has heart, but... The Leprechaun is my favorite character, but this is probably not my favorite Leprechaun film. My favorite Leprechaun film is Leprechaun in the Hood. Uh, that is the insanity of Leprechaun in the Hood, which also has iced tea in it. Um, just to let you know. <laughs> I think that was the first one without Warwick Davis, though, because he did one through four. No, he's in it. He's no, in yeah, it. You might want to double check that, because I know he did one through four, but I don't think, I think they changed the lead actor for that. Nope, he's in Leprechaun, because he raps in that one. I, no, I, I know he raps David in it, rapping. but... I don't think Warwick David... Uh, I think it's in the Leprechaun Origins when they finally uh, got him out. Yep, it was Leprechaun Origins is the first one that he doesn't return for. Oh, yeah, but he's true. in Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun Back to the Hood. He's in both. Um, just uh, just to say that, because you, you got to get the word David rapping scenes that, that you need in Leprechaun in the Hood. But to me, Leprechaun in the Hood is like the peak insanity of the lep Leprechaun franchise. If that makes sense, like, that's when, they, that's when they're like, all bets are off. <laughs> well, the Leprechaun's rapping. <laughs> and, and the Leprechaun, like, does, doesn't the Leprechaun rap at the end also? 
in that scene, like the closing scene, he raps. I remember that. He also raps during a rap battle because it's a rap group. That, and well, first it's like the owner of a rap label that steals his gold. And then like a rap group gets the gold. And therefore now he's chasing that rap group to get his gold back. And so they perform at parties and stuff. And so at one point he's performing at like the club and rapping as well. And I, rem- I don't know if you remember around skills. the time that that came out. What was the year that that came out? Was that like 90, what, like late 99 or? Uh, yes, it's a 2000 film. 2000. Okay. So the funny thing about that is like right around that time, you had a lot of people that knew zero about rap, like actually trying to open up rap labels. Mm-hmm. One of the most like notorious figures to do it was Mike Tyson. I mean, like he did it maybe in 97 or 98 or whatever. He had Tyson records for about a minute and Evander Holyfield and people like that. And it was like, it would make sense that it was somebody trying to open up a freaking rap label. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, it was Ice-T who owned the rap label. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Ice T goes to Ireland. He's on a he's on a trip. Finds the leprechaun gold. Ends up like you know like tricking the leprechaun to get his gold. And he's been keeping leprechaun in check. And to the 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 rap group tries to steal from him because see they ain't got no money. So they're trying to steal money and they find his gold. And that's what starts like the whole leprechaun the hood. But the the the, the kills are insane. Uh, did I mention Leprechaun raps in this one? Which yes. is not a large leap because the Leprechaun is Leprechaun in every movie is always making little limericks. <laughs> He's always rhyming and always making little limericks. Uh, uh, you know, in the regular Leprechaun. So Leprechaun sure, in the hood. Sure. Yeah, Leprechaun in the hood is just really the next evolution of it. He's like, I'm already making rhymes, so now I should rap. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And he's and he's rapping about like bitches and hoes too. It's hilarious. But the- <laughs> you know what I like. You know what I like. The, you know what I like that twenty one years later, Ice T is still on television and like badass relevant. You know what I mean? I love that Ice T and his role for like 20, 21 years in Law Law and Order as 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 you as you. SVU, yeah, SVU is still the guy who doesn't know anything. Like in his role, he's still like, "Huh, what's that?" And it's like, "Dude, you've been here for like twenty-one years, man. You gotta know something." <laughs> but no, I just I love the fact that he's done all these films. Like, if you actually look at Ice T's filmography, it is insane. Like, just on number alone, Ice T is like one of the most prolific actors ever. I mean, it's like ninety percent of that of the it's not like titles that you would remember. Yes. You know, oh. with the exception of Leprechaun and um, and Breaking mm. and uh, New Jack City. And I think that's. Well, and kids may not know this, but I see is not allowed to rap by an act of Congress because that's how dangerous they thought his rapping was. Uh, so he's been acting. It's, it's ever really so. not dangerous, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we look at hip hop and rap today, it, it kind of seems like funny, but like, yeah, these so congressional actual hearings about it. It's, it's insane. Uh, <laughs> it, it was insane. But uh, let's see. And just to speak of Ice T, let's see what he's been doing uh, uh, recently uh, in movies. He just did Ugly Dolls. I don't even know what that uh, is. Yeah, I, that's, that's Public Enemy Number One. Oh, that's a documentary. Uh, Equal Standard. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that is either. It's like he's got two really, it's, he's got an agent with a personality issue. He can get him really good TV work, but he can get him shit movie work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that's exactly true. He's in like a bunch of TV shows, but. Uh, <laughs> but his movies. Uh, movies. That's right. Not, his movies. Not, not too much. Not too much. Uh, uh, you yeah. <laughs> know. Uh, but no, so uh, so I love the whole Leprechaun franchise, except for probably Leprechaun Four in space. I think that was the one where they jumped the shark and not in a good way, if that makes sense. That's the only one where they. I, I think though, but anytime that they take a like a horror character out of space, that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, Jason and uh, Jason X or whatever. Yep. Come on, you and I have both agreed that was like the worst of all horror films 
Yes. And that's that's taking it that's taking it far because there has been some shit out there, but I mean this was bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Even the Hellraiser, was it four when or five that had the space, the the, the half space scene? Uh they even took that one to space. I don't, I don't they and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a space horror movie. Obviously, Alien works and is a masterpiece in and of itself, which is a space horror movie. Yeah, uh, but and Sunburn you just and said others. it though. Yeah. Um, but the set, but whenever they're taking an established <laughs> like slasher character and putting them into space, it universally is usually bad. Uh, I don't think and, and, a, and it's because you're trying that. to combine you're trying to combine two things that will not really, you know, unless you're doing them in space to begin with, is um, is you know, sci-fi and horror. You can't unless you're actually creating it to, you know, for it to be that way you can't make it work and and that and leprechaun was no different i mean yeah. leprechaun in space i could only get through about 15 minutes of that to this day i haven't really seen that fully oh yeah. Uh, yeah no that that is terrible. <laughs> so, anybody out there i know we're all we're supposed to talk about the first we're talking about the franchise I, i'll enjoy them all i say you could skip four uh i think five and mm. six are fun. I'm not saying the best movie, but they're fun. Leprechaun in the Hood is fun. If you want nothing else but to see a little leprechaun rapping in the hood, uh, and that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will, because that is hilarious and fun. Uh, <laughs> in there. Yeah. But in space, heck no. Which reminds me, we should make, they also did a Dracula in space. That was terrible. We should do Frankenstein in space. That's what we should do. We should just do Frankenstein in space. Technically, they have... Have you ever seen uh, Roger Corman's uh, Frankenstein Unbound? Oh, isn't that the one with um, the Raul Julia? Movies? I'm forgetting his name. No, it's uh, with Raul Julia, who played Gomez Adams. Okay, no, I'm thinking because there was a, I think maybe that was Frankenstein Unleashed. Uh, the one who's the guy who played Two Face in uh, The Dark Knight. I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. Oh, um, uh, no, not Tommy Lee Jones. Um, uh, no. no 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 the aaron something yes he was in thank you for smoking and all that i don't know why i'm forgetting fast, his name. fast food nation because that's gonna kill me aaron eckhart yes okay so i know he did like a frankenstein unleashed or something movie but not that one uh <laughs> well, no so unbound was done in uh in 1990 and essentially it's dr frankenstein traveling i guess through through time i'm not quite sure how that worked it was it was a b movie obviously it's a roger corman film and it was so unique and that's i guess the only real way of putting it that i mean you have to watch it it's like you gotta watch it to make your own conclusion i still this day i still have made a conclusion about that film like wait a second is this like the fantastic four type you know like you know so, so if if I haven't seen that, but I will check that out. If you were gonna shoot your own Frankenstein in space, what would you do? Or Wolfman in space? Let's take one of the classic monsters, right? Or no, in honor of Leprechaun, we should take a non-classic mythical creature, make it scary, and set it in space, Rick. All right, <laughs> that's what we should do. Um, um. I'm going to go with one just because I got it right. I, I got one ready and I want you. Uh -huh. I'm going to use a fairy, right? Because, you know, I'm a leprechaun, a fairy. So I'm going to take a fairy and I'm going to separate in space. Okay. And, and the plot is like it's uh, in the future, 2400 AD. Humans are traveling everywhere. They only believe in science and magic, right? Uh, science, no, no magic exists. And someone... Uh, talks about like how this old ritual that they used to know and old Gaelic stuff of how to summon fairies, but it never worked. And they do it, and they do it out in space when they're bored out in there. But what they truly don't know is that fairies are actually space creatures, and this is how you summon them from beyond the void. And it slowly starts stalking them by like uh, uh, it will be a colony ship, so it starts eating babies and other stuff. Yeah, I got it. Because, you know, fairies used to eat babies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on the lore, they'll start eating babies. And, like, <clears throat> people like Rumpelstiltskin and all that stuff will actually be real and making deals and all this other stuff. That's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to make wine with fairies in space. Man, you just gave away $150 million. Thanks, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we can't publish this.
we're gonna have to edit that part out um probably mythical creature the adventures of centaur i was gonna say you're gonna do centaurs like i know he's gonna pick a centaur yeah i i just i have to pick a centaur man uh <laughs> uh this centaur uh takes a spaceship from the planet centauria um see because it's all centaurs and right. oh i get it how's the spaceship shape like um <laughs> i want to say something but i i don't want to get canceled so but i think you know what i'm thinking um because centauria is just one big centaur in space and the the the, the spaceship flies out of a certain area so you know whatever whatever uh that would look like i got i got you i got like you. a just imagine shapely accordion um <laughs> and and <laughs> sorry you can keep going <laughs> centaur becomes a huge uh a huge galactic warrior um goes through different places writing what was once wrong very quantum leap style but without quantum leaping he's flying his dong ship I, and, I need uh, the horror element. You got to make it hard. Oh, okay. Um, eventually, though, he becomes um, becomes murderous because a centaur away from Centauria um, develops a keen animalistic instinct. And as a result, he just starts murdering people left and right. Um, but it's not that um that he murders them it's usually he'll take them to dinner first he'll roofie them give them a space roofie and i mean it's horrible just to even think about it the level of just the visuals does, does, does he split them in half at the after the after uh, uh no he gives them a ton of roofies and then as they're trying to get up to leave the door he basically shoots them with the arrow through the back of the head and then makes some sort of centaur bun you know no oh, I, I got you i, like got I just you. i just horse fucked you through the head <laughs> uh, and, and, and right now there. i'm gonna preserve you and poom yes <laughs> right there this this speaking of that, Futurama is coming back. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, look how far t-shirts are going to come out. Bender, like what? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we, we, I got to put those on our Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we got to sell those t-shirts. I got to. I got to sell those t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> Futurama is coming back. Preserved and poon. Uh, look out for it right now. But everyone, what you just saw was exactly how Leprechaun uh, was conceived and got made. Was like take a little creature. Make it scary. Let's go. <laughs> but, okay, but let me let me ask you a question. Really, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about it, really, really talk about the uh, just the the you know how it was it was made and and pitched and perceived. Okay, so we know that what you see in in a in a script um, is only about fifteen percent remainder mm -hmm. of what was there originally. Um, that's a fact. Nope. You know, once you write it, it's in, in, you know, if you sell it or whatever, it's off your hands. You forget so yes. about it. I mean, you'll have some input, but not a lot. So originally, the original mm -hmm. Leprechaun film was supposed to be more horror and horrific. Uh, but because of Warwick Davis and injecting humor, it kind of went in a different direction. So just to speak of that. Exactly. That so, but, you know, it's, that's, that's the thing. It's like when people are, 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 doing something like that when they're actually saying okay here's what we're gonna do for the film it's like you can't be surprised when you hear some really fucking crazy ass idea about all right so the leprechaun's actually gonna have a harp and he's gonna surf in on that harp and then he's actually going to basically just you know those potato peelers he's gonna potato peel the shit out of them in the harp and you see the symbolism there potatoes ireland potato famine leprechaun Lucky Charms, Pot of Gold. I mean, it's the Stranger Than Fiction, Mark Jones, who was the writing director, 
was actually inspired by Lucky Charms to make a Leprechaun character. That and Critters. That's literally actually. Lucky you Charms. know what though? You know what though? But that doesn't. I, I, I got to be honest with you. That doesn't shock me because how many? Okay, so growing up, okay, how many full-on Lucky Charms commercials did you watch? Because you know, as a kid, you obviously would watch that commercial. It's a cartoon. And you and you want to ask your parents for Luck and Charms is my most requested cereal almost all the time. All right, all right. And now, still, still, now? No, not now. But as a kid, now, but back then, as a kid, right? Okay. Yeah, every kid. But 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 you'll stick your hand in a Lucky Charms box any day of the week, as I would, because that's. I mean, come on, man. Yes, yes. Get the marshmallows, man. Yeah, exactly. They're magically delicious. Exactly. (laughs) So, didn't you feel like those kids, like? Like also the kids with Cocoa Krispies, they were bullying the titular character, Lucky. Yes. Constantly. Yes. Into taking their Lucky Charms. And he would give in because he was outnumbered, you know, and these kids, you know, were a bit larger than him. Like so don't, didn't you silly rabbit feel? tricks are for kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, fuck, man, it's it's the rabbit knew tricks better better than you did. He knew the importance of a fucking balanced breakfast. And you're telling him that he can't have these tricks because they're for kids? Like, who the fuck made that decision? Yeah, look, you're not allowed to have no food. If you yeah, you, you can't have a fucking... You, no, we're going to have you as food when we grow up, motherfucker. Like, that's <laughs> not cool. Like, that rabbit is on borrowed time. Lucky is on borrowed time. And therefore, I always felt like, man, I wish Lucky would just do some magical shit and get rid of these punks mm-hmm. you know and it's like to me i guess subconsciously leprechaun was lucky getting back at the kids for always being after his lucky charms oh yeah no most definitely i see that yeah. i'm surprised robot chicken doesn't have a sketch on it and someone's gonna come by and be like here's the sketch <laughs> robot chicken on it because they possibly do <laughs> but i agree with you but it's uh I, it's one of those things i do i because i, cause I I get it. It makes sense. Lucky Charms were really everywhere. I don't know a kid who didn't like Lucky Charms, like growing up. Uh, you know, I still know the magically delicious because that's literally the advertisement. <laughs> it's really yeah. into my head. Uh, <laughs> so Chicken I agree with you. Charms. It's not weird. So I, we're, we're primed already to like a, a leprechaun character. It feels like it was just right there. We only yeah. do leprechauns and cereal, but it was right there. Yeah, and and did you ever watch anything with leprechauns? Um, any film with leprechauns that that stood out to you that made you like see the leprechaun as an almost tragic foil figure? Leprechaun. <laughs> this one is gold, man. These are, and I say this, I say the same thing about Peacemaker. These damn colonizers are coming over, stealing your goddamn gold. You minding your own business. You got your gold. You minding your own business. You ain't, you ain't bugging nobody. Then they all steal your gold. They try to hide your gold for their own wealth. They don't even try to earn it. They just try to steal it. And you're like, damn it, man. This is my shit, my house. Y'all get away from me, man. Give me my gold and this would be solved. But they never give him his ish, man. That's all they needed to do. Give him his ish. Give him his gold. No one dies. You take his gold, everybody gonna die. Yeah. And what's more American Irish than that? (laughs) (laughs) Colin Farrell as the penguin. You know, I just found that shit out today. You didn't know that? You saw the penguin? No, I was... The Italian mobster the penguin? So, yeah, I was like, okay, first of or all, British why, why did they have a monster? I thought this was the Roman character <laughs> because he looked a lot bigger, first of all, physically. Uh, Penguin's a, you know, a smaller fellow. And, and I was like, wait a second. He looks, he talks Italian, like Italian-American. So I, 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 and then it turns out I see this interview with uh, Colin Firth. like, yeah, yeah, I'm the penguin. They call him Oz. I'm Oz. I was like, no fucking way. Yes. But, you know, this This is not about the Batman, which we will eventually cover. We promise you out there, we'll, we'll eventually cover that one. Um, mm. Yeah, you can wait for it like you waited for He-Man, but we're getting to it. Uh- <laughs> Look, it won't be a Stan Lee uh, situation. 
and it won't be a he-man situation it'll be a we'll get to it situation <laughs> which is exactly what those two were so i i, I guess but not not really <laughs> so uh I, I guess to wrap this up uh when you're thinking st patty's day uh 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 Try watching the Leprechaun films. They're actually a lot of fun. The first yeah. one is probably the most straight-up horror movie. There's still a lot of good things. It's actually a good, enjoyable movie. Uh, skip number four. Uh, if you want a real fun one, Leprechaun in the Hood. Uh, probably, I'm going to say the best Leprechaun. Uh, <laughs> hands down. But overall, enjoy. It's a, it's a fun holiday. Get yourself it's a, a Shamrock Shake. Bam. Uh, we're not sponsored by McDonald's. I just always get fat around this time because I drink nothing but shamrock shakes. That's uh, a lie. You've never been it. fat in your life, you liar. This man lies. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I put whiskey in my shamrock shakes and uh, 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 and then drink them as well. Because, again, all my Bostonian Boston people, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, over there. And, and enjoy this day that's supposed to be about I don't know, religious reverently or something very cultural importance and somber, but instead treat it like an American and turn it into a drinking holiday as we do with Cinco de Mayo. Get that, and get that drinking, get that beer, get the, <laughs> that green beer. Yep. The, the yep. beads. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is the time to be an American where we bastardize someone else's holiday and culture and turn it into about getting drunk. So mm -hmm. get drunk. MFers, I was going to curse more, but I shouldn't. That's Rick's job. No, that's uh, my job. <laughs> and I was actually there. very good. I was actually very good at not cursing that much. Today, so I'm very proud of myself. So, so get out there. Watch Leprechaun, Leprechaun, Leprechaun 4 in the hood. That's my suggestion for the four week. And, no, wait, no, no. Leprechaun 5 and 6 because 4 is space, right? Oh, yes. 4 is in space. Sorry. Oh, Leprechaun yeah. 5. Leprechaun in the hood. Almost made a mistake. <laughs> I almost didn't make a mistake. People would be like, yo, it was in space. I hate you. That's my suggestion. What about you, Rick? What is your suggestion? Um, Every leprechaun. Lepre leprechaun <laughs> See, now you're doing it. Leprechaun. <laughs> you you drinking my shamrock shake? Every leprechaun. Every leprechaun. Um, except for four. Watch that. <laughs> All right. So catch us on um, Instagram at Triscaling Productions. You can find us on Twitter at Cinemagic Podcast CA1. I know Twitter's dumb. You can also find us on TikTok where you can see us visually there. I always put little clips of, stuff from, uh, of us there. That's at Cinemagic Podcast. Uh, as always, tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Like, share, subscribe. You're an Apple Podcast. Follow. I don't think they subscribe anymore. It's follow now. Uh, follow, rate, review, all that good stuff. Same thing if you're on uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's sad. And then next week, we bring you a very special episode, one very close to Rick's heart. Um, uh, well, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but please come back for a very special, heartfelt episode of Cinemagic Podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>